Well, God bless everyone. Pastor Nate Ramsey here with you again on the podcast. And we are so grateful and so thankful to have you with us today. We are still moving forward with this series, All In. And today we're going to talk about, uh, as we are being all in, the different types of transitions that can come with our process. Being ready for the next transition in our lives is very, very important. And being all in is a lot more than what people think. So that's what we're talking about today. So let's get right into the word today, all in. Once again, this another same series, new word. Being all in as a disciple of Christ requires that we learn how to follow him. Now, when we talk about that, it is not easy at all times to follow Christ if you are not committed to following him. And when we are talking about classifying ourselves as being all in to the gospel, all in to the body of Christ, then we need to make sure that it is understood that all in requires that we have a willing mind. There must first be a willing mind to follow him. When I say him, I'm talking about Christ, obviously. Now, to follow Christ, we must take on the mindset that we are nomadic in nature. And you say, well, pastor, why are we doing that? Because God is always moving. He is always moving. We must be ready to move as he moves. So being nomadic in nature is the very key type of mindset that we have to have being at the ready. He's always moving and we have to move as he moves and be prepared for the next transition that he's bringing to our lives. You know, T.D. Jake said that one time, we must be nomadic in nature. We must be able to spin and turn on a dime uh, as far as the gospel is concerned, as far as our mindsets are concerned. Why? Because God is often moving at that time. And of course, God will make sure that we're prepared for that next transition. That's why it's so important that we follow him. It may not always appear that he's moving, but if we view things spiritually and not just naturally, there is a clear difference. It's extremely key to make sure that you make the distinction between what's happening in the natural and what's happening spiritually. Being all in means not only being prepared for the next transition, but also knowing that God is divinely directing you through the process. Now, let me just say this again. You and I have to understand that when we say that we're all in, it's not just about the next transition, because there will be many in your life and in your time as we follow Christ but also knowing that there is a divine leadership taking place that is directing you through this process. The spirit of the living God is not flipping coins on the direction that you go in, but the spirit of the living God is following divine direction from above and he is directing you through the 
process. Apostle Paul, I'm reminded of him saying um, in the book of Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 11, 1, he said, be ye followers of me as I am of Christ. Be followers, or he said, imitators. The Greek word means imitators. So an imitator, imitator <clears throat> is a person who copies the actions or behavior of another to mimic something. Apostle Paul was a faithful imitator of Christ. If you studied the word of God, if you studied Paul's teachings, you could see in his word, in his actions, that he was very adamant about mimicking Christ. So we know that if we are going to be someone that continually states that they are all in as a man of God, as a woman of God in the body of Christ, then Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. Be ye followers or imitators of me. And and there's no better uh, imitator uh, imitation to be than that of Christ. Uh, the Bible said, Mark the perfect man. And the perfect man only was Jesus Christ himself. So as we move forward, understand that we have an example. That's key. Oh, that's so key for us to understand that that example, that example is a godly example. It is the perfect example, perfect in knowledge, perfect in wisdom, perfect in power. It is perfect, point blank. So if we follow Christ, then if we imitate him, then we know that we're on the right track. Being ready for the next transition in our lives requires that we have first discipline ourselves enough to have completed the previous transition. Okay, so if we are looking to move transition, if God is transitioning us, then we must know that the previous transition is something that is under our belt. It is secure. We know what that transition is all about. We have completed that process. We know that God has moved us from that spiritual location to the next spiritual location. And, and he is moving us and then clearly hearing and obeying his instruction in the move as we move into that next transition. It is not just feeling like, OK, I'm tired of being here. It's time to move somewhere else. Nope. We must finish the program. You know, when you start a new job, sometimes they have you go through a training program. Well, transitioning means that we have one training program after another, just depending on the area that you are transitioning into and what God is doing in and through your life. We must clearly know that we have completed that previous transition and we are now ready. Uh, we have God's approval. You have his stamp of approval to move forward and clearly hearing and obeying the instruction as we move into that next transition. Because if we are in such a hurry to move, then we may miss the instruction that is coming forth and in doing so create even more of a problem for our own lives and even more problems for the lives of others. It is vital that we understand the relational aspect of living for Christ, being a man or a woman of God, a child of God, being used by God is extremely relational. If you're going to do this for God, you must know that God himself is relational. Our nature is relational. 
And just to give you an example, uh, if you were moving from step one to step two, let's say uh, a janitor in the body of Christ or in the church to a greeter. Now, if you have not uh, actually completed some other areas, uh, there may be possible character flaws that need to be addressed. Uh, there may be issues concerning uh, the love of God and how understanding that being a greeter where you are interacting with people, where you are constantly uh, dealing with the actions and the reactions of people, it is important that you have those things under your belt, that you know how to operate in agape love in spite of what may transpire, what may take place. So moving from step one in one transition to the next transition or another position, it is important that you have the things that are necessary in place as moving forward. The book of Romans said this, 14 and 17, Romans 14 and 17 says, for the kingdom of God is not meat nor drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Many believe that Apostle Paul wrote uh, the book of Romans, but for the kingdom of God is not meat nor drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. And I, the more I think about that scripture, the more I think about uh, the transition is understanding and uh, understanding of moving from a physical kingdom to a spiritual one as we operate in the law of love. And that's exactly what the scripture is talking about in that context. And as we do so, we must still understand the law of liberty. Now, when we look into the scripture, we must continue to be able to see that we are operating in a physical kingdom, but there is a spiritual one that we are building up. Kingdom of God is spiritual. It's not physical, but we operate in the earthly realm. Right. And we operate in the law of love, because if we were not, then we would not understand the law of liberty in the midst of this context of scripture. So we say this because when we look at a believer, strong believer, weak believer, the strong must bear the infirmities of the weak as a strong believer you would not want to offend a weak believer. Okay. And in the midst of these things, we have to continue to know that the law of liberty supersedes all of that. And the law of love, as we walk in the law of love, then we would honor uh, what my brother or my sister, the weakness that's there. And we would continue to show God's love in the midst of any weaknesses in their lives and not offend in the process. Now, disciples that are all in come to church. I want to make this statement because I think it's an important statement. Disciples that are all in come to church and get in the presence of God to do more than jump and shout. I know there are many uh, churches ministries that focus a lot on music, on worship, and those things are great. I love worship. I love music. 
But that is only part of our services. That's only part of what it takes to be in his presence. But we get in his presence to receive the wisdom and insight necessary for the next step in their destiny. That's why we do it for the next step in our destiny. I I come, I I will praise, I will worship, I will give God the glory, I, I will fellowship, but I have a goal in mind. And that goal, when I'm in the presence of God, is to receive the wisdom and the insight that is necessary for the next step in my destiny. I want to hear from God. I want direction. I want divine wisdom. I want to know uh, what knowledge God has for me at that point in time and be able to receive that knowledge and go forward in the destiny that God has placed over my life. Now, just church attendance does not qualify you as being all in. I want to make this statement because I want it to be clear. Just being in the presence, being in the number, you know, uh, if needed, get that first, then move from there. What do you mean, Pastor? If you just need to be in the number, okay, do that. Show up. Make sure you're there. Getting into his presence outside of church is also necessary for spiritual balance. So just being in the number is only part of it. But it doesn't qualify you as being all in. We're talking about a sacrificial state. We're talking about a state where you are so focused and uh, you are looking at what God is doing and saying in and through your life, how he's using your life and how you are being a blessing to the kingdom in the process. But it's more than just what happens inside the four walls. In actuality, I believe many times it's much more important that we get into his presence outside of the four walls for a clear spiritual balance in our lives. Um, When all you can do is just be in the church, when all you can do is just be there for that hour or two or whatever, and just have that fellowship there, then that lets me know that there's a shallowness to who you are as a believer. And how many know that there is no shallowness to God? God is huge. He is broad. Uh, God can speak to anyone. He can walk with anyone. He can deal with anything except sin. God will not accept sin in his presence. So in the midst of it, all of our weaknesses, all of our shortcomings, God knows exactly what they are. And in the midst of that, he knows how with all of his wisdom and knowledge to deal with those things. So as we get into his presence outside of the four walls, then we find out that there is a spiritual balance when we're engaging and interacting outside of church and inside of church with the believers, non-believers outside of the church, uh, people that might cuss you out in a New York minute, those types of situations and still having to walk in and operating in the love of God. So there is a need for a spiritual balance. Now, They come to receive intel concerning the next battle and the strategy that comes along with it, or to even just know when we need to be quiet and to rest in him. Who is that? Those that are all in. I'll say that again. Those that are all in come to receive intel 
concerning the next battle or strategy in their life. And even just to know when we need to be quiet and rest in him. As I said earlier, there is a lot more to being in his presence than just jumping and shouting. And the key is the importance of coming together. We are a body. And as we come together, the spirit of the living God, the presence of God himself begins to orchestrate who receives what, how they receive it, and the benefits that are associated with it. So the intel, that important information I need to know for my next battle, for my next step in my career or my next move in the transition in the body of Christ, uh, the next elevation that God has for me. All of those things are extremely important that I receive strategy along the way with it. And just to know when I need to be quiet and to rest in him is just as important, just as key in the midst of everything else. So when we're together, we must continually understand that there is a balance that must be struck, uh, whether inside the body of Christ. And when I say that, I'm talking about in the church, whether inside or whether we are outside dealing with the loss and those who are in need of healing, breakthrough, deliverance, salvation, whatever the key may be, because that's who we are. We are men and women of God that go forth and work under the leadership of the Holy Spirit to bring forth transformation in the lives of those that have a need. Uh, we are those that go forth and allow God by the spirit of God and the word of God to transform even our lives as we move forward on a day to day basis, knowing that there are still some things that we have to let God deal with so that he can be glorified in the midst of our lives. Now, I want to give you this this strategic point, this kingdom strategic point. When you are all in, the Lord himself will bring a challenge before you and put you in a position where you must be willing to only trust him for everything and especially for the victory in the midst of whatever challenge that you're faced with. And I want to make this clear. I really want to make this clear. We know that God moves in various manners. But the one thing I know that is consistent about God, the trying of your faith, the scripture says, worketh patience. And when you're all in, God will allow you to be challenged and put you in a position where you must be willing to only trust him. He'll knock the legs out from in and everything else that you've sat on, that you've held on to, that you've depended on. And he is doing it for the victory in your life in the midst of that challenge. Because there are times when God says, I want you to encourage yourself. And I'm going to be right here in the midst of it. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I'll be with you always, even until the ends of the earth. It is also worth noting that in order to be a true disciple of Christ, we must not lose heart, but be resilient in 
nature. Now, what is that? Resilience is simply the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties or, or toughness. Now, when we talk about being resilient in nature, that's because the trials will bring forth a time in your life where you must understand that I can't stay here, regardless of how difficult the trial, regardless of how, how difficult the situation, how tough the loss, how hurt I am in the midst of what transpired, what took place, my failure, uh, or even in my success, the battle that I've gone through, I must be resilient and be able to recover quickly from any difficulties such that I know that in the end, we win. In the end, God is getting the glory out of my life. I'm not stuck in the mud. I'm not staying there. I'm not in the hog pen because of the failure or because of the mistake that I made. I am not sitting in a corner sulking because someone did something that hurt my feelings or that really damaged me from a standpoint of not being able to trust or wondering whether I should trust again. Nope. I must be, you must be resilient in the midst of every challenge, every trial, every tribulation that comes forth. Your resiliency will let you know that with God, all things are possible to them that believe. So God bless you. Heaven smile upon you. We want you once again to understand and know that when we're talking about being all in, it is key that we understand transitions are part of the process and that as we transition from one spiritual location to the next, that we are sensitive and we're hearing from God in such a powerful way that in the midst of it all, regardless of what we go through, we become extremely resilient through the process and continue to glorify God at all times and in every way. God bless you, loved one. Till the next time, Pastor Nate Ramsey here with you.